Q's fans. We thought that this Thursday night game was going to be a good one to show that they could regroup on offense. Well, you know what? It opens up a whole nother conundrum of things. As you know what? Syracuse shows there are a lot of issues going on with this team, especially on offense. First, the offensive line. Thing is, I'm tempted to do a Bill O'Reilly, but not with my producer here in the room. As I mean, I will just say, right now, you suck. There's a light way of saying it. As right now, you couldn't open a hole in a thing of Swiss cheese. Right now, the running game looks like a, they can only just plod through the line. Because, I mean, you can't open a hole. And Tommy DeVito, it's one half of one, one half of the other. First, the line had DeVito running for his life a lot of the night. And also, the thing is that he it just seems as though he's indecisive at times once he gets the ball. There's a lot of things to fix on this team. We didn't come alive till late in the third quarter. Even then, it was a little too little, a little too late. And what about the penalty, Syracuse? Twelve times you were flagged. Especially on the drive when we were starting to head down on the drive to maybe try to win the game. Nice way to end the game on a penalty for a false start. And of course, in college football, that has a 10-second runoff when it gets down to that time. I mean, all in all, 16 to 10, we lose to North Carolina State. And I mean, right now, this Syracuse team has a lot of issues. We got the rest of our ACC schedule to finish out the season. And I'm like Jim Mora in his famous playoffs rant. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. I just hope we can win a game. Well, you know what? Right now, I mean, I will say do a Bill O'Reilly. Because right now, your line sucks! That's what I want to say. Well, going from a troubled Syracuse line and a troubled Syracuse team to talking about the Bills quickly. It was a bye week, so I don't have to, a lot of observations to say. But you know what? Buffalo is in pretty good shape right now. And right now we got three home games coming up. Especially against two NFC East teams. And against our good old friends, the Fish. Who right now are struggling. And I mean struggling with both Josh Rosen and former Bill Ryan Fitzpatrick as their quarterbacks. And right now we've opened as a 17 and a half point favorite over the fish. But I mean this is the time. It was an early bye week for the Bills. And you kind of wonder. The NFL schedule makers kind of stagger them. But I'm just a little worried about the early bye week. Was it too early? You ask me it should have come maybe right near Halloween. Because things can get a little trick-or-treatery, if you know what I mean, especially with injuries and other things. But this Bills team right now is riding a good wave. And let's keep it going against the fish. And now I'm going to talk about things minders. First, quick thing to the football team. A team that came two hours up here to play us and still beat us. 
still shows the problems with the football team and problems with this federation schedule. Wellsville comes up from near the border, and the thing is, you want to know why it's called Wellsville? It's because nobody gets sick. Oh well, the thing is, apparently there was a prominent citizen named Wells, and that's how Wellsville got its name. Of course, Wellsville was not too far away from where oil was discovered in the United States, at Titusville, Pennsylvania, just a little ways across the border. But still, Wellsville comes up here and wins 33-19. Well, the Waterloo team goes down to the cleanest, city, cleanest village in the Finger Lakes, Bath, and winds up winning a defensive battle, 9-7. Right now, Waterloo's doing pretty good with a 3-3 three three record, while Miners is 0-6, heading into their season finale against Whitman. And of course, Waterloo welcomes a team from all the way across Section 5 who's got a nice young star from Section 5 on it, Attica. Of course, maybe Waterloo can send this Attica team back to jail if you catch my drift. Maybe Miners in its final game of the season, of which it appears to be headed to the Connors and Ferris Bowls, can maybe break through with a win against Marcus Whitman. But I mean, I digress. Like I said, this is things minders. Congratulations to the class of 2019 going into the Miners Academy Athletic Hall of Fame. Some pretty good people going in. And Jerry Anderson, the 2003 tennis team. Robert McKevney, our former superintendent who did a great job when he was superintendent and was a great contributor to the athletic teams, and I hope he's enjoying his retirement. Dave Farney, who was a great uh, person when he was here and also helped teach physical education to me when I was in the intermediate school. But, of course, probably my big congratulations goes to the late, great Billy Moody. Yeah, he was one of the greatest baseball players Miners ever had and continued teaching his knowledge of baseball to youth here and all, all around the Finger Lakes. And also, great person, especially a great co-worker to my brother and when they were at Matthews. Great family man. And I mean, we miss him dearly. He definitely was a balls buster to me, always busting my chops on things but a great person. And also to, to the Miners soccer for recognizing Donnie Van Cleef before the girls' soccer game. That was, a, that was a good ceremony and also good way to recognize a great supporter. And I will say to a couple of Miners kids who I think a lot about, Sidney Haas, thanks for acknowledging me when I came to see how you guys were doing against Waterloo. You're a good young woman, good young volleyball player, but to Jocelyn Mansell, you think you could have lifted your head up for a minute to acknowledge me at the game instead of going like this on your cell phone? Oh well, I digress. That was things minders, and I'm going to conclude with things that flip. You know, there's certain things that are supposed to flip, certain things that don't flip. First, Simone Biles. 
setting a record with her titles at the World Gymnastics Championships. She is showing that she is the GOAT, and I mean greatest of all time. Her 24th and 25th titles there on the World Gymnastics Championships, and she's going to keep it going in Tokyo next year. But to two people, there's things that shouldn't flip. And by that, I mean cars. Errol Spence Jr., who's the welterweight champion in boxing. Hey, that is a pretty expensive car you're driving, that Ferrari. But you're not supposed to sh see how that's supposed to flip. That thing costs like five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000. And why is it painted white? A Ferrari's supposed to be red. And a Brendan gone in the race at Talladega. Hey, nice flip and nice way to land back on your wheels. But you're not supposed to see how a race car is supposed to flip at over 200 miles per hour. Things are supposed to flip, like Simone Biles. But automobiles are not supposed to flip. Hey, wake up, guys. And that's all I gotta say this week. Till then, let's hope for a better showing for Syracuse against Pitt. And let's go, Bills, against the fish. See ya.